Hi, my loves. Welcome or welcome back to What the F Am I Doing? Hosted by me, your girl, Alice. On this podcast, we have honest and introspective conversations about all things relational psychology, which really just is a fancy term for all things relationships, with, of course, a spiritual twist. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure to follow and press play if you are ready to break up with your personal limitations, heal your relationship wounds and traumas, and embody your most magnetic self. So without further ado, let's get started. Go get your cup of tea or cup of coffee and let's chat. Hi, my loves. I hope you guys like my new intro. Yes, your girl is making little progress here and there in the podcasting space. And uh, now I have an intro and an outro. So (laughs) yeah. Anyways, today's topic of discussion is what not to do after a breakup or heartbreak. And I'm sure we all have a fair share of our own experiences with heartbreaks and breakups. And I think this episode will be very, very helpful for those maybe that are currently going through it right now or know someone that is going, is currently going through it right now. We're going to really break it down and talk about, you know, some of the things that we normally would do after a heartbreak or breakup that we see our friends go through or that we ourselves experience and then we're going to talk about what not to do after a breakup and why not because the why not is just as important as what not to do after a breakup. So some things that you might normally see people do when they're trying to get over a breakup or or heartbreak, sorry, when they're trying to get over a heartbreak or when they've just gone through a breakup, they might go out partying and drinking, might download dating apps to meet new people. Um, You might get your friends to introduce you to new prospects, new guys, new opportunities to meet men. Some people start using drugs or drinking as a coping mechanism. Uh, There are girls out there that use shopping. Uh, Retail therapy is a really popular one. Um, Stalking the ex on social media or any other social platforms is a big one as well. Um, I also have seen cases where, you know, a person may go and ask their mutual friends about what their ex is up to and what they're doing these days. You might do... You might even go through a complete revenge makeover. That seems to be a very popular thing for people to do after a breakup as well. Um, And part of that revenge makeover might look like, you know, getting a whole new hairdo or hitting the gym like crazy so you can get that revenge body. Um, There's also instances where, you know, you might try to text your ex in order to have the last word, or in order to get closure from them, or I've also seen people post really cringy shit on social media, like sappy stuff, um, very heartfelt quotes, trying to refer, you know, everyone t- to the fact that they they've just recently gone broken up with, or they've just recently been broken up with, and they're going through heartbreak. And also, you sometimes see people post really, really crazy batshit stuff 
with partying on social media and trying to show their ex that, you know, they're living their best life now and that they don't give a fuck and they don't give a shit. These are some of the things that you normally see people do to try to get over a heartbreak or to try to cope with a heartbreak um, or breakup. And although these things may work um, to a certain extent for some people, they are not sustainable. Um, They don't create sustainable, positive changes in one's life, especially after a heartbreak or breakup. Oh, I forgot to mention binge eating is a big one as well. A lot of people, when they're trying to get over a heartbreak, they might binge eat. Now, I'm not trying to say that doing any of the above things that I just listed is quote-unquote bad so to speak or not right so to speak but they are definitely not beneficial for someone that is trying to heal their relationship wounds for someone that is trying to mm, I don't even know if I want to use the word move on from a heartbreak so the point of this episode today is I really want to talk about what not to do after a breakup and why it's not a great way to um, use these things as a way to try to get over a breakup. Number one, as we talked about, is going out partying or clubbing or drinking. These are all forms of distractions and distractions don't work because at the end of the day, once you are done distracting yourself, you do have to come back home to you, to you alone in your room by yourself with your thoughts, with your memories, with your pain. And distractions honestly only make whatever remains at the end of the day way worse and way harder to go through. And so my advice here, um, instead of trying to go out and partying and drinking and clubbing as a way of distraction, I think Matthew Hussey, who is a relationship expert, um, his advice is so good here. And I just want to <clears throat> reemphasize that actually working on little projects for yourself um, is such a great way to rebuild your self-esteem rebuild your independence and your appreciation for yourself and I know when I say like small projects it sounds kind of hard it sounds like hard work and it sounds like something you kind of just don't want to do especially when you are going through the throes of pain and grief and suffering and just complete breakdown so obviously I'm not saying that You should do, you should, you know, start working on a small project as soon as you end a relationship. What I I mean is, though, that after you've given yourself enough time to grieve um, for the end of that relationship, you can dabble in small projects. And an example of a small project is just anything that you can work on for yourself towards an end goal. Um, that can help you either explore different parts of yourself or give you the opportunity to try something new. And I remember when my ex and I first broke up, my small project was I was going to create and build a YouTube channel on fitness um, fitness and athletic wear. And that's exactly what I did. I dedicated 
all my weekends and even on some weekdays um, filming, creating content. And although <laughs> that didn't really pan out in the very end, like I didn't really go anywhere with that YouTube channel. Um, but I was fulfilled in a way when I was creating content because I was focusing on myself and I wasn't putting so much emphasis and so much of my time like time spent on thinking about my ex and replaying all our memories and this is the difference between partying and drinking and clubbing as a distraction versus you know dabbling in projects mini projects for yourself so rather than you know go out and party or drink or club I really recommend you start a little project for yourself and that could literally be anything. It could even be, oh, I want to try, you know, I don't know, crocheting a little bag for myself. So I'm going to go buy some supplies and go online and learn how to crochet a bag. Uh, another thing that I tried is I made candles and that was really out of my sphere of comfort, but I still did it. And it was actually really fun. And I saved a lot of money from buying candles from the stores because I know how to make candles for myself now. So that's the first thing. Um, second is, I know a lot of times we as women, we put a lot of emphasis on our value Um in relation to how our body looks and our body image. And a lot of us, and this is me included, is after a breakup, we want to glow up. We want to show the other person that like, hey, you're missing out here and um, I'm going to kind of transform my body in a way that is so freaking sexy and amazing and beautiful that now it's you can't touch it anymore because you know we're not together so a lot of girls will try to <laughs> go to the gym religiously and work out like crazy or or just like trying to get that like fitness bod that you see online with certain fitness social media influencers and to this, I want to say that it's not that I'm saying that you shouldn't go work out or that <laughs> um, working out is bad for you after a breakup, but I'm saying that when your intention is to try to get that revenge body, realize that the intention of getting that revenge body is still coming from a place of feeling unworthy, of feeling like not enough, of feeling like... I want to be prettier and I want to be better looking. And all that is, again, stems from really feeling like you're not enough. And anytime you do anything for the sake of another person, because you think that by doing this, it will show them that you are enough, you will pretty much continue to fall in that cycle of still never being enough. And say, for example, you do get that sexy revenge body back and he messages you. 
would you really want him to message you because of your new body or would you want him to message you because he truly misses you and cares for you and wants to stay connected to you? And that is why I think that something that you should not do or try to avoid doing is going to the gym excessively and working out to the point where you no longer have a healthy relationship with the gym. Because at the end of the day, your intentions for going to the gym and working out, you have to ask yourself, is it for you or is it for him? Because if it's if, if it is for him, then you're still coming from a place of not feeling like you are enough, which you are. Um, another thing that you should not do after a breakup is doing the complete makeover thing for the sake of getting him back. Again, this is kind of similar to the point that I just mentioned about working out. I think that it's fine if you want to do a complete makeover. Like I got my hair cut. I had my hair dyed. I went to go get lashes. I went to go get my nails done. It's wonderful if you can get a makeover and feel new, refresh, a different version of yourself. That is amazing and awesome. But if you're doing all of this at the end of the day to try to re-attract that person that broke up with you or that you broke up with, the intention behind it is not genuine. It's not right in order for you to reignite that attraction. Um, and as much as ego, it's very hard to explain this, but in ego, in ego terms, as much as it is great to feel like, ah, I got that revenge body, I got that revenge makeover glow up that I wanted, and now look at him crawling, crawling back to me. At the end of the day, what we have to realize is that we do not want a guy to come back to us just for the sake of our looks, just for the sake of being able to benefit and take advantage of our physical appearance again and I mean maybe for some girls that's exactly what they want but for me if I am trying to achieve a connected soulful um, and soul-loving relationship I would not want a man to come back to me just because I glowed up physically if you know what I mean um okay Another thing that I do want to mention about why we shouldn't do this after a breakup is if you're asking your friends or your mutual friends about how your ex is doing. This is very dangerous because you're putting yourself in a situation where you could possibly know something about him, about his life that might inadvertently hurt you even if you are just curious and as we all know there is a term out there for a good reason and it's called and it's it's curiosity killed a cat right so i think that unless you've really moved on from that relationship already and you know that if worst case scenario you were to see your ex with somebody new that wouldn't hurt you then yeah, it's okay if you ask your friends or your mutual friends about how your ex is doing. But I would never put myself in a situation where I ask these things knowing that I'm going 
to at the end of the day feel hurt about it if I realize that he is with someone new or that he is out with somebody else other than me. Um, the next thing I would not do after a heartbreak or breakup is break the bank for retail therapy. Now, <laughs> I'm so obviously everything that I've listed that you should not do, I I've probably done before. And this is definitely one that I've done before because for some reason, retail therapy just like fills something within you that no man can ever fill. And I think it's okay if we all have retail therapy once in a while. But if you are legit breaking the bank, like taking out boatloads of cash and spending and splurging it on accessories on clothes on just anything that you can buy with money it may feel good and fulfilling in the moment but we all know that material objects will never be able to fill your soul with the same way that human connection and human interaction can right so like say for example you bought yourself a really really nice I don't know LV bag you're going to cherish it for, I don't know, a few months, maybe even a year. But then afterwards, it's going to be sitting in your closet and you're going to be looking for a new LV bag. So what I'm trying to say is that it's not that I'm saying you can't do retail therapy, but just try your try, try and not break the bank when it comes to retail therapy. Because I think when you do end up breaking the bank, because you wanted to fill that void in your heart after a heartbreak, it will only feel worse for you when you realize you have no money left in your bank. (laughs) Another thing that I do not recommend you do after a heartbreak is download dating apps. Now, I downloaded a dating app probably like four or five months after my breakup with my ex. And even then, I felt so uncomfortable being in that app and looking and meeting new people again and I think the thing that I want to really bring to your attention here about dating apps is that you can only so you can only know so much about a person through a dating app and a lot of times our first initial judgments on a dating app is based off of physical appearance and physical appearance can only get you so far and I think if you're not fully prepared to dive into a new relationship and build new connections with someone like if you don't have the capacity to and if or if you're still thinking about your ex it's not a great way to start afresh by using dating apps because you might risk getting hurt again you know, like you might meet a fuckboy on a dating app and not realize it. And if you're currently still going through the throes of a heartbreak and now you're jumping on this dating app and you meet a fuckboy that might sweep you off your feet for maybe a few months, there is a chance and there is a risk that he might hurt you and he might put you back tenfold from your current heartbreak. And so it's not to me, it's not a great way to start new after a heartbreak of using dating apps. And also, 
if you haven't done a lot of your own internal healing work after a breakup, the people that you meet on dating apps will always repeat the same cycle and dynamics of your current relationship habits. And these cycles can be the same type of toxic cycles that you repeat over and over again in all your relationships. So why would you do that? You know, like what is the benefit for that? And also, I find this to be so annoying, but a lot of girls will do this and they will be like, oh, well, I'm going to download it and I'm not going to get hurt. I just want to find someone to have conversations with and to just like have fun with. But when you are doing that, you're not really thinking about the other person because, I mean, unless the other person is down and has the same intentions are then the same intentions as you, then that's completely fine. But if they don't, you're risking the chance of possibly hurting someone who actually has legit, genuine intentions to wanting to get to know you better, to wanting to connect with you and be a part of your life. Another thing that I do not recommend after a breakup or heartbreak is relying on drugs to cope with the aloneness and the discomfort of being alone again. I feel like because in society today, we are all so easily accessible to getting recreational drugs as a way to escape from our reality. It's very easy to just like pop a pill or something and just allow it to take you away from wherever you are right now. And although it sounds like a fun and great way to just like relieve yourself from the pain, you'll realize that when you are not using those drugs anymore, that pain will only feel tenfold more painful. And not only that, but most likely you will also create a new addiction for yourself, an unhealthy dependence on drugs. So if you know of anyone, like I see this so often where someone would be going through a heartbreak and they would be smoking weed all day long. And it's just not the healthiest way to go about it. And although it relieves the pain of feeling everything in the moment, it does not help in the long run. And you might just as well create some new addiction habits from that too. Um, next, what you should not do after a breakup is stalk your ex on social media. I feel like I don't need to say this, but I'm just going to put it out there anyways, because again, like I think I refer this back to kind of the same point as uh, one of the points that I said before, which is the fact that you'll only be risking yourself in getting hurt again if you see something that you didn't expect to see on your ex's social media, right? Like say, for example, he started dating this new girl or he looks super intimate with a girl in a picture or something. Imagine how easy and how freeing your life and how happy your life would have been if you didn't see that photo. So, so it's easy for me to say like stalking your ex is not a good idea and don't do it. Obviously, it's harder to actually not do it. But I guarantee you that there are more pros 
Um, there are more cons than pros when it comes to stalking your ex on social media. Another thing that relates to the ex would be do not remain in contact with your ex after a breakup. And I think this is really important to clarify because when you and your ex break up, by keeping the what we call no contact period, and for those that don't know, there is this thing called the no contact rule, which is the fact that you do not you do not um, remain in contact whatsoever with your ex for a significant amount of time. For both of you to have that mental clarity um, and ability to reevaluate your relationship. Um, I went through a no contact period with my ex for about three months. And even after that three months, I have to say I wasn't, I still wasn't fully over him, obviously. But I think it was a great, great way for me to heal my wounds and really take a deep dive into all the things that I was struggling with in that relationship and what that relationship brought to me. And again, it might be counterintuitive to think this, but when you are not in contact with your ex for an extended period of time and you go you go ghost on them, um, it actually piques their interest more if they can't find any news about you, if you know what I mean. Like, there's something, there's a, there's a, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to say it's manipulation, but there is a, um, an attraction in that mysteriousness. So remaining in this no contact state is honestly so beneficial and crucial if you ever want to get back with your ex again or if you are determined to heal and move on from that relationship. And the last thing I want to talk about that you really definitely should not be posting on on social media is like really cringy like song lyrics or songs or poems or I don't know just like reposty really cringy quote things um I anytime I see it I'm just like girl why did you do that like that is so it's not classy it's a little bit embarrassing from the external perspective and it's just like I see what you're trying to do and I see you're trying to be subtle about it but it's just not subtle and it's very obvious and it comes it comes off from other people's perspective to be very very desperate and the last thing you want is for your ex to think you're desperate the last thing you want is for other people to perceive you as someone who has to hide behind some song lyrics in order for them to speak their truth if you really wanted to post something just fucking post it but try to stay away from the sad, cringy song lyrics and quote stuff because it's just not cute. <laughs> and um, so this is this is like kind of a roundup of all the things that I would not do after a breakup. And my explanation behind all of these things, obviously, this is not the whole list and the list could literally go on for days because like there's so many things I could say about this but these are just some of the examples that I would just say that you try and stay clear from and not do after a breakup or a heartbreak 
And again, I have to say that, you know, what you do on your own, your personal decisions is up to you, right? And these are just my personal recommendations. They are founded on my personal experiences with heartbreak and breakups and also my personal observations of other people's sufferings when it comes to breakup and heartbreak. And at the end of the day, like time, you know, when they say time heals all wounds. No, it does not. Time doesn't heal all wounds. What you do with that time is what counts, right? So imagine if you imagine two different people, right? And they just got broken up with. One girl decides to go out partying every weekend. She's at home listening to sappy songs all day long. She's joining all these dating apps. While another girl going through the same shit decides that she wants to not go out so much anymore. She wants to spend more time with herself doing things that she enjoys, going out for nature walks, hanging out with her close friends, having a, you know, a fun dinner night. Who do you think is going to heal faster from that breakup? Who do you think is going to move on faster from that breakup? It's definitely not the girl who's going out partying all the time or and not doing her own internal work, right? So time doesn't heal all wounds. It is what you do with the time that really counts. And again, everything is nuanced. Not everything that I say is, you know, set in stone and to be true. But I really want you to understand and realize my emphasis on the fact that um, a lot of the things that you might hear from your friends or family about what to do after a breakup may not be the best advice and may not be the best way to move on from a heartbreaking relationship. And... um, If you are currently going through a breakup right now or if you are currently going through a heartbreak right now, I want you to take inventory of all the things that you are currently doing. Are you spending your weekends at home reading? Are you going out with your friends and partying every weekend? How many of the things on the do not do list are you checking off? Because if you if you are checking off more than half of the things that I'm telling you not to do and you feel worse, then I think it's time for you to reevaluate and implement a new approach as to what you can do in in response to things that you shouldn't be doing. And of course, this will be broken down in a, another episode because I want to try to keep this one as short as possible. And this is... Um, pretty much what I have to say about the things that you should not be doing after a breakup. Um, I do want to mention that I have a really special guest in my next episode that, um, that's going to be a really, really fun and interesting episode. So make sure you tune in next week because that person is going to be my first ever guest on my podcast and I'm super excited and I hope you guys will meet me here back next Wednesday. And I love you guys. Bye. 
Hi, my loves. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you don't already know, by pressing play, you've now just moved a step forward into the direction of your own expansion and healing. I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait to catch up again next Wednesday. Make sure to send this episode to anyone else you know who may benefit from listening. And for those that are interested, link is in my bio for one-on-one coaching for more personalized advice. Let's meet back here again next Wednesday and chat with you all soon. Bye!